Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Weekly Dadcast. I'm your host, as always, James from Parts Unknown, waddling in with the power of a thousand man-children. I'm brought to you today by Lewis, the Game Master, who can decide your fate at the roll of a dice, and Jacob, a new guest, the infamous the infamous lolly snatcher, copping five-year-old since 2002. Welcome, gentlemen, <laughs> to the Weekly Dadcast, episode Hello. four of season two. Uh, today, we have a fan question. Uh, Tyler asks, what is your most anticipated game of 2019? Oh, geez. Uh, can, can we can we put a parentheses S at the end of that? Um, yes, but I want a real answer afterwards. Oh, man, that's, that's so many. Yeah, there's only so one many. is rough. Here, I'll start, I'll, I'll start us off. My first most anticipated game of 2019 was uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake, because I never played the original. Uh, and damn, it feels just like I'm supposed to be playing the original. That game is fucking amazing, and it just came out with some DLC called Ghost Ghost Survivors, and that it shit's great. It already came out with DLC. Yeah, it's it was free okay. DLC. It was free DLC called oh, okay. Ghost Survivors. Uh, basically, there's a few side characters you see in the game that uh, you know they're only there for like a minute, um, but before they die horribly. Exactly, or implied die- death, and one of those characters is already dead by the time you see her um and ghost stories is supposed to be like a what if they they lived and like the, how how does that play out and that's it interesting kind of, it is and it fleshes them out a bit and each story has a has a different um style to it uh there's there's a new any enemy type with each one um and there's a secret fourth ghost survivor that is literally just uh uh it, it, it's a fight until you can't anymore you have to, you have to, and it gives you a goal you like you load in and, and you see at the top it says zero out of a hundred zombies and they're on either side of the building it's like current objective survive wait that's yes cool. yes literally yes literally current objective is survive <laughs> so it, so it adds more of like the gameplay aspects of you know shooting and stuff rather than the story based yeah exactly that one that last one is like the most bit character he shows up in the next second he dies mm-hmm. um and it's it's very clearly a what if because it doesn't make sense like in how he died like like how where did all these zombies come from and why weren't they there when you showed up at this at this location mm-hmm. um but it's 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 still uh it's still very fun very fun game mode they also came out with the uh the um what were they called they were the uh uh, oh, the low poly models, the original low poly models that you can oh, play good. as. Yeah, they're costumes, and you can just switch into them, and that's, it looks so ridiculous. That's nice. That's and nice. And the best part, it's only Leon and Jill, or not uh, Leon and Claire that change. Nobody else changes. <laughs> None of the zombies. They did um, a really good job with the remake. It sounds like. Oh, dude, it's so good. They absolutely captured the uh, the original uh, vision of the of the of the first one of the of the of the original. Um, I've been seeing that a lot from like, like, uh, Pat from Pat Boyvin from the super best friends or like castle super beast as it is now. He, um, he, he, he was obsessed with RE2 as a kid. Uh, he's been the, the game each way, like eight times and stuff. And then he did the same thing on launch with the, with the remake. Um, he knows all the little tricks and shit. Wow. It, it, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, he, he says it perfectly captures exactly how he played when he was a kid and um yeah that's really cool to see people like that you know getting back to their roots i always like to see that nice nostalgia factor yeah and people have been begging for that remake since 
Resident Evil remake came out on the GameCube. So it's 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 really cool that they, you know the way they you when you play it, you can tell they learn all the stuff they've learned from all the other games, even as far as Resident Evil Seven, how they've learned and and uh, changed the the game. Like um, because you know in classic RE games, uh, you know you have the uh, stationary camera in one specific angle, right? But now you change to a 3D game with a third person perspective um, and you can see how it's like the whole layout of the of the map has to change to suit that because you can't just rely on the the singular angles anymore um, because, you know, the now your control scheme is completely different. Um, and the way they did that with enemy placements and the uh, the design of the of every part of the area you can tell that they they really knew exactly what what they wanted to do with this uh and i'm really happy that they managed to do it um i was really happy when uh it was announced that it got greenlit uh the guy that was the head of it uh who was who was really campaigning at capcom for to get to get the re2 remake started he he had a shirt on any and he, he unbuttons this shirt and pulls it out and he's wearing a different he's wearing a different black black tee that says re2 remake we do it and he's like we do it and it's like yeah we do it and they really <laughs> they, they really did do it it's it's such a good game uh now the next capcom game i'm looking forward to comes out in march it's De- devil may cry 5 been waiting on that since devil may cry 4 came out because <laughs> uh, wow fuck dude it looks so good um the, the it's using the exact same engine as, as resident evil 2 remake in resident evil 7 looks gorgeous character designs are fun all the weapons i've been seeing are look great the music is amazing um it just it looks great i, I can't fucking wait i can't wait for Don't that game make cry is one of those game series where you know it's just gonna be really really fun and nice to play yeah there's yeah. there's yeah and even like the the only really actually bad uh dmc game is not the the reboot from ninja theory it's it's devil may cry 2 um that's the one everybody will tell you to skip because it does not feel good to play and it isn't a good devil may cry game mm-hmm. um as soon as you touch the controls and and you like the big problem with it is that you know dante has guns right but the thing is, is the guns are never too powerful they're not supposed to be your main weapon but that's what they are essentially in Devil May Cry 2. And there are entire boss fights where you have to rely on the guns to shoot. Um, and it's, So it was just a different take they tried to do and then it just flopped, kind of. Yeah, exactly. What it was, was uh, so Devil May Cry 1 was developed by Kamiya, who people would know from Platinum Games, who, you know, the guy who made um, fucking Beautiful Joe, the guy who made Okami, the guy who made Bayonetta. Um, that guy he made Devil May Cry one, um, but uh, then that's did... why okay. Yeah. And well, here's the thing though, what people really like about Devil May Cry now is stuff that came in in Devil May Cry three because that was also made by a different team. But Camille uh, didn't wasn't called on to bring to, uh, he wasn't called on for Devil May Cry two. They brought in a completely different team, um, and then that team was failing really hard. And then they called in uh, I believe his name is Itsuno, and Itsuno was like fuck there is like nothing done for this game like they were really close to to release date and there was barely anything they had to scrap a whole bunch of it and just pull stuff together and asuno was like please let me make devil may cry 3 i don't want to be known as the guy who made devil may cry 2 like that was and then then he redeemed himself 
he did uh devil may cry 3 comes out with just um it's it's the beginning of the series chronologically um whereas devil may cry 2 was like the end of the series um and then devil may cry 3 comes out with all these cool unique weapons um the combo systems revamped their style switching that's a big one with Dante, with, like with Dante as the character and having style switching. That was like one of the biggest ones, Bi- one of the biggest changes I'd say. Um, then you have just th- th- that's where Dante gets his like really Yahoo funny pizza fun time attitude from because he's like sixteen in the game, right? And he acts like he's a sixteen year old with super godlike powers, where he is like surfing on top of a missile launcher while he's fighting. Uh, like after he just killed Cerberus um, at the uh, at the bottom of a tower, um, and you know that that Devil May Cry three kind of took the things introduced from Devil May Cry one and tuned them and made and like made Dante more of his own, of, of a character. You know, Devil May Devil May Cry one has some if like stuff with character for Dante, but he's it's a lot more serious and like dark humor almost Mm -hmm. in some in some aspects but devil may cry 3 is like just wacky it's wacky and it's fun um and that's kind of where the tone went for every other devil may cry game since then and that's very clearly still here in devil may cry 5 and i like that even though it like you know the you know the graphics have like kind of this like darker mood aspect to it like they're still very much like that fun loving vibe Mm -hmm. um there's a there was a thing so there's a new character that was introduced in Devil May Cry Four named Nero and there was another and there was Dante's brother who was introduced in Devil May Cry Three his name is Virgil, um, Virgil Dante and Nero all represent different kinds of um, gosh, uh, rebellion essentially, so Dante is like rock and roll rebellion right like your classic just sex love sex drugs and rock and roll. You know, even to the point where in Devil May Cry 3, one of his weapons is literally a guitar that you can jam out on and, like, <laughs> rip sick chords on it. Yeah, not um, very subtle with that, were they? Not, not at all. <laughs> um, and then Virgil, his brother, is, like, the opposite. And this is where, like, a Japanese red oni, blue oni aspect comes in. Virgil is very calm and collected, but he still has some humor to him when like when dante does a quip virgil doesn't just go oh no i'm too good for this he actually like has his own dry british humor he's even like he, he's even voiced by like he has like an english voice to him so they all have um, depth is what you're trying well, to say absolutely they all have their different levels of depth um but like their their attitudes are still all focused on a sort of like rebellious attitude Mm-hmm. um so virgil's is like he's like the preppy jockey like preppy kind of guy you know that's his deal and then you have um uh nero oh i'm sorry that's what dante dante is like the surfer dude nero or um virgil's like the uh the prep dude and then nero is like your punk rock guy he um he's like the fuck you dad and the you know <laughs> like when you first see him he's jamming out he's like listening to music in church like he's got his headphones on and, and his his music is blaring through the sermon that he's supposed to be listening to yeah um, that's that's I'm his you character. put a lot of time into the series correct <laughs> a, a little bit you know i might have put in some, <laughs> some hours some some days um and some then you, years <laughs> you know it's whatever it's whatever and then you uh, have um and then you have uh, the new guy V, who is goth to the extreme. 
uh, to the point where, you know, he's got like tattoos all up on him. He wears black, all like all black, long black hair. He looks like Kylo Ren, actually. But like and then like he's reading off fucking like in his introduction video, he's like reading off of stanzas from like goth fucking poetry. And he's reading poetry as he fights. And it's so great. Um, all of the characters in Double May Cry represent some different aspect of like attitude and stuff it's 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 cool i'm really excited for devil may cry 3 and i hope that was enough time for you guys to Wait, develop three? an answer for your the minute i had the question i knew uh, i was gonna answer all right well i'm somebody <laughs> pass it off somebody take it from me because i could talk about this well forever. a game I i'm looking forward to very much in it's actually coming out in may is going to be total war warhammer 3 kingdom sorry not total war total war 3 kingdoms which is a total war variant on the three kingdoms period of the Han dynasty. And they are taking a lot from the romance of the three kingdoms novels, which if either of you two know, or if you don't and for any viewers who don't know is probably the, is, is that what, is that where they, is, did they, um, is that where, uh, did, were they inspired? Was the, were those novels inspired by dynasty warriors? Dynasty Warriors was inspired by Romance of the Three Kingdoms. That was the oh. joke. That was that was the joke. That I yes. I, James, I, there's I, so little you know. I'm on. I, <laughs> I you actually didn't. Hey, I, I didn't know. So I'm especially totally... when it concerns history, as well, we saw let, during the World War Two. Listen. Oh listen. no. <laughs> but in any case, I can't imagine how that. So went. the premise is there. It so. Jacob, and for the viewers, around two to three hundred uh, CE was when the Han Dynasty of China had fallen, essentially. Okay. And then in this short period between the Han and the Jin Dynasty was this very intense era of like warlords vying for control of China. This was known as the Three Kingdoms, mainly because there were three major factions that would arise and would war for quite a while until they eventually were destroyed and taken over by the Jin dynasty. Um, and Romance of the Three Kingdoms was a novel, a very large novel set, based on that where it heavily romanticized certain people in there. And then uh, Koei Tecmo took that and made Dynasty Warriors, which was, they took the roman, roman romanticized people and then threw them through the fucking anime machine. And then now we have a total war, total war game based in that period, and there is just so much stuff that they've done right with this game that I'm really looking forward to. So the main complaint for the total war games, like the most recent ones, was that the battles were super fun, but the campaign was super lacking. Diplomacy was super bare bones. There was nothing like really nice to look at on the campaign. You were just like mashing end turn. There just yeah. wasn't a lot to do, you know? So but now it just didn't have anything. Yeah, like, aside from the battles, shallow. aside from the battles, which were super well done and fleshed out, and, like, the different races and Warhammer. It just didn't have anything else. It didn't really have a lot of anything else. And yeah. they, they started spicing it up towards the end, but even still, the campaign is the weakest part of the Warhammer games. But now we're in here where it's the exact opposite. The campaign is super well fleshed out. The diplomacy is super expanded upon. There's a bunch of interconnected things with that. The let uh, there's two, they added two modes: records mode, which 
is for people who want to play before Warhammer, where like the legendary heroes were one whole unit and they were just like the one guy who can kill multiple people and just go back to the, the general and their bodyguards or the romance form where it is like that. And they just filled in so much historical detail and great shit into the campaign. The research tree looks great and it, it's looking really nice. The downside is that the battles kind of took a bit of a hit. Yeah. But, but again, I'm fine with that. Because the cam- as long as I'm involved in the campaign, then I'll I'll really get into it. And uh, as a huge Dynasty Warriors fan, I am super excited for this. Some of the most memorable uh, thing, like things that have happened in that period, affect us to today. Like Guan Yu is the god of war in the Chinese pantheon, and he was from 200 to 300 CE. He fought so well, he became he became deified. He became a god of war. China made a 1,320-ton statue of him out of bronze. Oh. That you can look up. It's fucking massive. Do that right now. What's what's his name again? Guan Yu. G-U-A-N space Y-U. Look up and then statue, and then it'll be the first one. It's fucking massive. All right, cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And then you can even see him in a whole bunch of uh, video game adaptations because he's kind of like Sun Wukong in the sense that he's pretty much in every single game at some point. Okay. Yeah. Now, where Bobby. does Liu Kang come in? Liu Kang is. <laughs> That's a big ass statue. Holy fucking shit. That's bitch. I mean, he said it was massive. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, that's what you get for being deified. Apparently, goddamn. <laughs> also, it's full. I actually started reading Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Um, but in any case, there's just a bunch of like, in addition to the cool shit that happens here, there's a bunch of also fu- there's a bunch of funny stuff. Like, there's at one point where um, a general for a man named Liu Bei goes to save his son because they're retreating from a massive army in the north, and Zhao Yun, that's his name, finds the baby back at the palace, and so he picks him up in his swaddled clothes and then ties it around his chest. And so he has him like right next to his breast and he has his spear out and he rides out fighting endless numbers of troops to try and get back. And then when he presents the baby to his Lord, he goes, you idiot, what are you doing? I could have made another baby, but if I lost you. And so he, <laughs> he, he exemplifies that by literally dropping his child on the ground. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's now, for that good. time period, that's very striking as, like, this person valued the general more than his own family. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you got to have those heirs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. Well, he, he also, it was technically kind of true. Like, he could just have another child later, but this legendary general, he you know, there's, lose. It's only really one of a kind, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Total War, Three Kingdoms, really looking forward to that. Another game that... I'm not sure if it's coming out this year or not because the people who are developing it have been kind of like wishy-washy about giving a hard due date, but I'd still love to bring out, you know, uh, knowledge of this game is a Phantom Brigade, which... Uh, I'm not familiar with that one. So it's for people who like games like XCOM and for fans mm. of the Total War, oh, not Total War, uh, Armored Core or Zone of the Enders fans. It is a turn based it's a turn it's a squad based turn based mech game. 
You are okay. you are part of a squad called the Phantom Brigade, and you are a bunch of rebels, uh, rebelling against like this sort of oppressive regime that has taken over the spot. And you fight them with your mechs. And when you go into a mission, it's turn based with your mechs attacking, uh, doing your objectives and such. And it looks really nice from what they've shown us. Uh, they haven't shown us much because again, the game is very early in development. Um, mm-hmm. There were some rumors about it coming out in 2019. Again, I'm not sure, but I just want to bring up informa- bring up like awareness of it because it's really, really nice looking. One thing that they brought up was that you found two and these. This was a completely randomly generated mission, and you got two guys who had like little dialogue with each other, and they said that dialogue is completely randomized. Um, one of the guys escaped, whereas his partner died. So the developer said that person will now show up in a later mission angry and upset at you, maybe with an upgraded mech saying, how dare you killed my partner? Oh, mm. wow. Okay. Yeah. I like games that do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it kind of, it definitely does make you be conscious of your choices because they could always come back later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it'll be like something that bites you in the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Way later on, it was like, oh, or it, they said like create a rivalry because this guy went to the extra training to try and beat you that he's going to be harder to kill or more likely to escape and then if he escapes, oh so you mean the nemesis system from shadow of war in a way except (laughs) the men the nemesis system was very personally focused on the orc themselves they didn't really react much to people around them dying unless Mm -hmm. they specifically had a connection so an orc in shadow of war slash shadow mortar wouldn't really give a shit about another orc dying unless it was his unless it was his blood brother or if it was like his rival but other than that they didn't really care but in this one you know they might they might like each other a bit but that sort of feeling of revenge but in any case that i'm hey I, still I, I'm always, I am always happy with games that choose to use the nemesis system with things mm-hmm. yeah because it feels like you're actually you know playing the game instead of just being like running around and having no consequences for your choices it adds a, another level of depth to the game itself uh- I'm living mm-hmm. my life at a point where I have an actual nemesis system going on. <laughs> so you, mean nice. with the, you mean with the you wanting to fight every single person in the Discord? It's not that I want to fight every member of the Discord. It's you just happen I to piss them all off. <laughs> I have you. to fight. It's the only way oh. I can learn. <laughs> I mean... And if I win a fight, then you have to respect me. <laughs> Is that what that see? You that's say the that real to someone reason. who hasn't won a fight yet. You say that as someone who hasn't won a fight. I, but that's the real reason. Stewie, if you ask Stewie, I did win the last fight, but we'll see on the rematch, so it's fine. He needs to hold on to that last bit of hope. That pe- someone will respect him in the server. Yeah, the, the, the idea is that it, when I lose, I'm, if I lose really hard, that's going to knock the sense into me that's like, okay, now you have to actually change because this doesn't feel good. And then if I Why win, don't you the just fight, change now instead of waiting for someone to feel beat your good. head? In. Because it's hard, Lewis. It's hard to change. You so you only want to change after you've had such crushing evidence that you actually collapse. I mean, it's me, right? Like that—that that seems to be the only way I get—I get, I get to—I—I I, I make the change. <laughs> okay, Jacob, what are you? What is? Uh, what about you? Your most anticipated oh, game this gosh. year? Oh gosh, my turn now, huh? Yeah. You guys went on for like forever, and I'm just like, I don't. Really I'm, just looking, up, I'm just looking forward to the next Osu update. I heard. <laughs> I heard they're gonna add a new song. 
I'm just I'm just looking for more rake traps. No, I mean <laughs> just <laughs> I, Yeah, I just I just want more rake traps, my favorite my favorite Japanese songs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard I heard there's gonna be a new event in my gotcha game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that, that's actually pretty funny because oh, there was God. a new event in my gotcha game. Oh god damn it. <laughs> Which one? Which gotcha game and what's the event? Oh, it's uh they do they're doing like an event a week now for because they're trying to catch up to the JP version. Yeah, oh, it's okay. ri- it's ridiculous. It's called Azure Lane. It came out like oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, it came out like 2017. It's it's pretty fun. It's like a, a mobile game for Cancoli. Oh, Cancole. Okay, is it pronounced Cancoli? I've always pronounced it Cancole. Actually, it might be Cancole. Okay. Because I've Cause never heard just... anybody say it. Usually, I hear people call it Contact Collection, which is probably what I should have oh, called the... it. Yeah. Oh my, that's. Did the same my thing. brain never my brain never made that like I knew I knew that Kantai Collection was the ship thing and I knew Cancole was the ship thing, but I never made the connection that those okay. were the same ship thing. I believe Kantai Collection is the anime. Cancole is the name of the game that the anime was based off of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um But no dodging around this question, what game are you looking forward to? Yeah. Um, what game? I, what game? Tell us what I, game it is, Jacob. I guess if I had to, like, sorry, ma'am, could you speak up? <laughs> could you sit up, please? I guess if I had to say it's not really looking forward to because it just came out, but I do want to buy it when I do get enough money. Uh, it's God Eater Three. Is I all right? So God Eater's the like Attack on Titan style thing, right? Mm. What am I thinking of? Where you attack the Attack on Titan game? No, okay, there's the Attack on Titan game. Yes. But no, it, it, it was, there was some Japanese game where uh you were in a prison and like it was one of those things where it's one of those prison things where like you do the like, you do the most minor of things. And it's like you get a, you get like 18 years in, in more in prison, right? It's one of those. Um, So like, it's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't have, you didn't pay for the ability to breathe openly in the public so now you get 20 years until you pay no. for that okay no. do you know what i'm talking about though i have no idea what you're talking about actually it sounds super interesting but that's not it, god eater okay it was some anime game i had heard about like two years ago when liam was still on the best hmm. friends podcast hmm. that sounds pretty interesting actually um i had to do some research on it but back to what i was saying um i haven't actually played any of the god eater games but i know a lot about them and like how they play and you know what characters are in there because i watched a lot of videos but they're all like 60 dollar games but mm. i heard god eater 3 that just came out is the best one out of the series so that's the one i'm gonna put money towards to wanting to get i did however watch the anime as well which was pretty good I didn't have any like Attack on Titan uh esque feel to it like you were saying. But okay. it, it was um I, I, I know there's some anime game that yeah. has like where you're fighting kind of giant stuff. Maybe not necessarily in the same level of like Attack on Titan giants, but there was something like that. Yeah, to some summarize point. it quickly, the anime, it's it's like it's like a po- apocalyptic. So take like Darling in the Franks but without like the mechs and all that. Instead, they're they use like alienized weapons 
Um, okay. And they and they fight the the big creatures like Darling and the Franks has the and then they have to you know fight them with these weapons, but these the the weapons and stuff they kind of like kill them. It, okay. It's it. It's it's very similar to Darling in the Franks. Now that I think about it, it just doesn't have the mechs in it. I gotcha. Okay. I, I liked I liked the anime, and that's kind of what got me into, you know, wanting to get the God Eater games. Because mm-hmm. um, how much enjoy. is it? The new one. That's why. That's what I was saying. It's sixty. They've oh, all geez. been like. They, that's all. That's all I'm saying. That's why I haven't really got any of them because they're all sixty, and I'm like, oh god, I don't have a job. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what isn't sixty dollars? Pirated what? content. Uh, yeah. See, <laughs> last time, last time, quick story. I pirated a game. Last time I pirated a game, it was a You're Trojan horse. Son. Oh fuck! And I was like, hey. I really like this game, but I don't want to pay for it. So I went to go pirate it, and it was Kingdom New Lands. And mm. I played it a lot, and then I figured out it was a Trojan horse later, and I was like, awesome, nice. never pirate it again. <laughs> and that's why you got to know about the skulls, dude. The skulls are key to knowing what is and isn't a Trojan horse. Like, I, I almost... Like very rarely, if I really need something, like, like if I need a copy of Microsoft Office, like, mm-hmm. um... And it doesn't have a, a skull on it. It's like I'm not. I can't. I can't trust it. But if it does have a skull, that's how I know. Okay, that's a. That's either if that's a some sort of verified user that Pirate Bay has actually gotten being like, yeah, no, they're they're good. You're you're good. Don't worry uh-huh. about it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, if it doesn't have that skull on it, like, just just don't unless it's something you like need or it's like a really niche thing. Like I remember I I pirated some random software uh that was super uncommon there was only like three torrents and they were all fucking no no skulls right and but i see one has like a shit ton of cedars and i'm like "Mm, well there's no comments on it but a lot of people are seeding this i'll risk it and i didn't get a virus but i took that risk yeah yeah yeah, because there, then there's a lot of things to that as well. See, the thing is, it's like, why don't people just comment on it? Because you need to make an account, and like going through the oh. account for Pirate Bay is like, why? Yeah, that makes. You sense. even see some people in the comments are like, "I made an account just to comment that this is bullshit." And it's like, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. That, that, they should put in like an anonymous commenting system. Commenting they should. System. Yeah, that would help out a lot. It would, but that then would if it's anonymous, then it's like, well, how do you, how can you trust it? How can you trust? So that aside, how can you trust anybody that comments on it? How can you trust anybody? Blank. So <laughs> yeah, true. Jacob. Hmm? So aside from God Eater, what other game? Oh, what? Uh, you have any other games, Jacob? Come on. Not really. What about, I mean, what about I, Lolly I, Snatcher Five? <laughs> I really just stick to what I play. Like, I only stick to a couple of games. Like, Osu. Battle Rate, uh, Apex I got Legends. Into, not even. I only, like I said, I, I only played that. Uh, Guild Wars Two, and that's about it. I mean, just those. By three. the way, uh, I just got to say, I have to give the maddest of respects for the Apex Legends devs 
for doing the ultimate big brain marketing strat of not marketing their game to market Dude, their game. Dude, I know. That was ridiculous. Like, I didn't even hear about it. And then one of my friends just messaged me. He's like, Dude, download Apex Legends. And I was like, What the heck is that? And then I got it. And well, they didn't have to because as soon as it, as soon as they heard people heard that, oh, this isn't this is made by Respawn and it's in the Titanfall universe, but it's not Titanfall 3. It that was it. Up. That's it all up. you needed. Yeah, no, but that's uh, that's what the developers like talked about that they said, listen, we didn't market it because A, we're respawn entertainment. Two, yeah. A, the, we're respawn entertainment. B, this isn't Titanfall three. C, this is in the Titanfall universe. Yeah. And that's uh, all you D, needed. This is being published by EA. There's no way we're this, we're not gonna get good press, so we're just gonna fucking release it and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like that did it better because it didn't hype up anyone's expectations. It did the opposite where people were mad. (laughs) Nobody had any expectations for the game. So they went, when they went into it, it was completely new, which I feel like was a really good boost to their, like they had no hype to be anti-hype. Exactly. Exactly. Cause I know there's 25 million player, unique players in the first three days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I know some games come out and they hype it so hard that when people play it, it doesn't reach their expectations. Like, not even close. <laughs> no and then they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, that, and then and then they they talk bad about it, and then nobody wants to play it. <laughs> Meanwhile, over at the Anthem booth, Bioware is dying. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Anthem booth, aka the dumpster fire. Oof. Yeah, um, I heard that was bad. It's, oh, it's burning. It's not. It's not great. Uh, fun fact: It has lo- faster. It has uh, uh, longer load times than Sonic 06. I chalked that up to to network with connecting the people. Maybe, but does it need a full minute and a half? That's a bit. That's a, a bit extreme. But mind, minute? You, but mind you, that minute and, mind, and a half. Mind you that Sonic 06 is a single player game with obscenely long load times. This is a multiplayer game, so I kind of expect longer load times. But 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 wait, but it's it's a minute and a half load times, and there's like four load times you need to go through just to change your weapon and and to test it out. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. Also, it's EA. They shouldn't really have network issues to that degree. Like, come that on. That is rough. People actually bought that. Oh uh, yeah. no! Some people, some people just spent fifteen dollars for that Origin access and then played oh, it for yeah. free. Oh uh, yeah, um, that actually yeah. is a smart idea. It is, it is. I guess yeah. Because then you didn't waste fifteen dollars on Anthem. You can now use that fifteen. You can now like play any other the game with access. Have, right? I mean, you got you got Timefall two right there. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can just play a much, better game. You have a much better first person. You could just play the better game. <laughs> Timefall two, by the way, is booming now. Because of Apex, Apex. Legends, like Apex. yeah, because Apex uses the Titanfall guns, and the Titanfall guns are super fucking good. And the characters are based off of essentially the grenades in Titanfall too. Um, like they're they're kids. Yeah, like like uh, Caustic, like his whole thing with like the gas grenades. That's a that's a grenade in in Titanfall too. Like they just built a character around that and made his kit. Uh, same thing with the smoke grenades with uh with um Bangalore. 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 Um, the grappling hook is his own separate thing in yeah the, yeah the grappling hook was the core like advertised ability in Titanfall too yeah so they but just that, took... but, that, but that grappling hook is an optional thing you don't have to have it that's a side thing that you can add to your character um so they just took like items and then made them characters yeah, they made them around it's characters. like it's yeah, like and how all, all the make... weapons are from Titanfall too 
Um, yeah, it's like how people make waifus out of like objects like Noosh Chan and Tide Pond Chan, except for the Wait, those are called video games. Uh, those are called Gajinkas. I remember the name. <laughs> and then there's the literal gun waifu thing, the that gotcha game. I forget what it's called, but uh, yeah, that one. But yeah. Case, yeah, so they literally just did that for all the abilities. Let's take this ability and just turn it into a character. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Gajinkas are great. Actually. I mean, Wraith is what the the Wraith is the phase shift ability from Titanfall Two. Yeah, it's all there. It's so, and like you know now there's people thinking that like there's wait so there's, there's a hologram ability in Titanfall Two. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Oh, a, wow. It's a perk okay. you got called. It, it was a thing called Hollow Decoy, where once you activated it, a clone of yourself would split off. And then you had a oh, really man. powerful version of it where you press it and then four of your clones will just run that's off his in different ult, directions. Dude. Yeah. yeah, that was that that's just, that's the ultimate. Ult. That's like the highest level thing in, uh, in Titanfall 2. Wow. Well, I mean, the most powerful thing is when you teleport into a dude's body and he explodes. That is that was always. <laughs> I will appreciate. I do like these, those kill animations. Yeah, the kill animations are so good in Titanfall Two. I, I think if you so haven't played it, Jake, please do yourself a favor. Play oh, it. They're so good because they're they're custom tailored to your abilities. So mm-hmm. if you have a guy with a grappling hook, uh, you, you have you pull a guy in. Yeah, you grab a guy with a grappling hook, pull him into into an get over gun. here. <laughs> Practically. Uh, or if you have like the warp ability that Wraith has, you have mm. one where you jump up to a guy, warp, and then like he's looking around confused, and then you warp inside his body and he just blows up. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, that one's nice. <laughs> Which um, funny funny enough, if we're using RPG terms, usually you're supposed to be the one to blow up. Yeah, I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, wouldn't you but... wouldn't you like teleporting inside wouldn't the amount of pressure inside of him just fucking kill you instantly? That's Maybe. what I'm saying. I don't think it should kill that, I think it should kill you uh, look, both. It's, look, it's a science. It's a science. It's it, we're talking about science inside of Titanfall Two, where there's giant mechs running around. We maybe I, I feel we like should hold I, back. No, I mean just like teleporting in general. Like if you teleport inside, I feel like it should kill you both. <laughs> well, kind of depends. Yeah. Well, in case uh, that's that aside, this was a really long fan question. <laughs> it was. Thank Almost you, Tyler, so much. That was yeah. awesome. Tyler, thank you so much for sending in your fan question. Uh, if you'd like to send in your question, please email us at weeklydadcast at gmail.com. What's that email, Jacob? What? Uh, that's weeklydadcast at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for sending in your question, Tyler. Appreciate that very much. Uh, so now is the part where you go into weeks, guys. Lewis, you're, you're used to weeks and stuff. But Jacob, well, since you're, it's your first time on here, it's, you're, you're losing your podcast virginity. Uh, let's, let's, what, what did you do this week? Yeah, I don't like the sound of that either. Uh, actually, this week kind of sucked for Damn. me. I was sick all Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Damn. So I got a really bad uh, fever, and I was bedridden. Actually, that's a lie. Wednesday, I, I ignored what I was supposed to do and played Guild Wars 2. All day. Look at you lying for, on the podcast for like wow. For wow. like nobody's ever lied on the podcast. Well, the thing is, the thing is, is like Tuesday, I was I wasn't really completely down. I just felt it really bad, and then I was like, oh gosh, I really need to like take Wednesday Thursday off from like school and stuff. And then I I got up and still got on my computer because i just want to hang out with everyone <laughs> I, uh, you know i really need to take this day off because i'm feeling sick but then after yeah. in, the middle of, in the middle of my feet in the middle of my fever nap i heard the oh, sweet the callings memes. of guild wars <laughs> i heard the sweet sweet callings of guild wars 2 
Yeah, yeah. So, so, and then Thursday, my body just punched me for doing that, and I literally didn't get out of bed all day. Damn. Yeah. So, it, I got up twenty levels in Guild Wars Two. <laughs> didn't didn't move. The, didn't move Went the next down day. Twenty levels in your health in real life. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't move the next day. <laughs> and then I went to school on Friday. It had everybody. Apparently, people found out that I was playing Guild Wars Two for twelve hours. So I had a bunch of. How people. did they find out? Because because I w- I was talking with one of my friends while uh, I was doing it, and then, the, the and school then he, he told... goes to has a Guild Wars Two in- integration in there. No, so he got the API. <laughs> no, because because I have my game notifications on Discord on, so they saw. So, and then they saw that I was playing it, and then will which is one of my other friends, followed up later on and still saw that I was playing it. Damn. And then he told everybody else. So he ratted me out. Wow. So were, like, yeah. teachers upset at you or whatever? No, no, no. They were like, damn, tw- only 20 levels, you bitch? <laughs> I'm 31 in the game now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, casual. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better now. Friday, okay. I went to school, caught up a lot of my stuff, and then today, I'm actually going to D&D around 6. Oh, okay, it's, so that did turn out good? They did, yeah. Uh, get back to you? Yeah, they, they finally responded. Um, so I'm going there 6. Uh, the D- the campaign we're actually doing right now is a lot of fun. Um, What's it about? Uh, so the whole he created a whole map. Our DM created like mm-hmm. a whole map, and the world that we're in right now is like being attacked by like a bunch of demons and stuff by this guy. He's op- he opened like the nine gates of hell. So we got tasked um, to go around the world and destroy these gates and find the guy who's really causing this um but i what i really like is i made a tiefling which if you don't know is like a half demon half yeah 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 and i i'm being like my whole character was like i'm being like super discriminated against and you know everybody's trying to like kill me because they think i'm a demon and i can't really go into any towns well they're not wrong yeah yeah but uh and then this party you know, I joined the party because they're like, dude, just join us. I, we all know you want your revenge. You just want to be human again. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yeah, now we just went to this town and we're trying to find out more information. But it's it's really fun so far. I mean, everybody's role playing a lot and a lot of the characters are really nice. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's quite a bit of fun. What about your week, Lewis? How, how'd you do? Uh, my week was pretty busy, but also really fun. I uh, submitted two of the major projects that I was working on um, for my graphic design courses, and those went pretty well. But recently, I got access to a tabletop game that I helped uh, kickstart. Oh, okay. Yep. Fun, fun. Yep, it's a game called uh, Dragons Conquer America, and I kickstarted it. Oh, jeez. Uh, I want to say I kickstarted it back in like either my third year of college or my fourth year of college. So, uh, like about a year, year and a half ago. Okay. So yeah, I, I kickstarted that shit a while ago, and uh, they finally released a sort of preview of the final book because the final book's about to be done. They're just missing some fluff stuff and some artwork but they didn't want to keep us waiting 
that much longer. So they send us all the rules are in place and such. They're okay. just missing artwork and things. So I got access to that and I sent that to my friends, uh, Braden and Peter. So that way we can try and get a test game out to see how it works. And for the basic premise, if any of you like Mesoamerican culture or the age of colonialism, like well, you, you white... know how I am with Puerto Ricans, so you know. Yeah, yeah, you hate them. <sighs> oh um, God. Okay. And or if you are at all interested in the era of colonialism, like right before all of America got settled, where they're first finding, you know, the Native American tribes, uh, that's the time period in this game where all the sort of mythological legends that the different uh, Mesoamerican people had are real life things and dragons exist for the uh, tribals. The dragons are the leaders of like entire factions and countries and shit. Whereas in Europe, it's actually pretty funny. Dragons are work together with uh, mankind for stuff because there was a, there's a class in the game called the Dragon Rider, and this allows you to play Daenerys from dra- from Game of Thrones if you want. Interesting. You have to be a female to be a Dragon Rider. Wait. You have to be yeah. You have to be a female noble Christian in order <laughs> to be a Dragon Rider. And that's important. <laughs> that is important. That is important because religion and magic are intertwined. If you want to be a Catholic priest and cast spells, you have to recite the quote from the Old Testament. Or the seven seals, Jesus. or a priest. Yeah, it's super cool. You can. Yeah, you, cool's a word. <laughs> you point. So, like, one of the options is you point at a guy, recite the quote about, uh, you know, and on the there was a pale horse, and on its rider was death, and you read the whole quote out, and then that person gets imbued with the aspect of the one of the horsemen of the apocalypse, death. Whoa. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. And also, the funny thing is that all the European dragons, uh, they were all converted to Christianity by a saint called Saint Sabra, which is why all the dragon riders are female because of her. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I just, I still love the idea. How much did you kickstart? How much was the kickstart? Yeah. How much did you? Okay. You kickstarted 25 bucks. Okay. 25 bucks to get the PDF. Oh, the rule book? Okay. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this that's, I, I don't that's know. pretty cool. It was just something. It's just something funny to me about like knocking on a dragon's cave. Like, hello, have you heard of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking too. <laughs> dragon right. invites him in to talk. He's he leaves like thank you, and he has like a <laughs> the <laughs> dragon successfully converted. Yeah, and it's super fun like that. Um, aside from that, uh, on the topic of tabletop gaming, uh, yesterday. Friday night, I went to the tabletop gaming club for the first time here at my college. Oh, yep. okay. that's cool. How'd that go? I met them. Uh, it went pretty well. I told them how I was interested in DMing a few games. The president said, okay, sure. Uh, he sat me down and started questioning me, saying, you know, what's your DMing style? How many players do you usually like to run? What do you do when you run into a problem player? How do you deal with this? How do you deal with that? How much plan do you put in your game? He just, like, went down the line of all these Oof. questions. Yeah. First time I ever okay. felt like I was being interviewed Interi- over my hobby. Yeah, you're being interrogated about a hobby. <laughs> yeah, I Damn. was being interviewed about my hobby to see if I'm the... No, it was more like an interview, because, like, if it doesn't work out, then, like, I can't DM there. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, it so, does. It shows that he really cares about you know the people there are having fun. So he yeah, schedules yeah, me. True. So this next, this coming Friday, I'm going to make a after he does like his little announcement about club activities. He's gonna make it. He's gonna like say, all right, and here's Lewis. He has something important to tell you all. 
Hey everybody, I'm Lewis. I am a I want to DM here, and I'd like to run a one shot of Fifth Edition. Uh, and here's the sign up sheet. Fifth Edition's and, fun. Yeah, well, it's the one that they all know about. After yeah, after I mean, I know I've, Fifth Edition. After I've proven myself, like I can do it, then I can start going into the weird shit of all the different odd games I have. Yeah, Fifth Edition is what I know best as well because that's yeah. what we've been doing our campaign and then. You gonna introduce them to Christian lizards? Yes, I am gonna. Introduce <laughs> I figured. James, here, here's what I'm gonna introduce them to. I'm gonna. In- they've never. They've never heard of Warhammer. Oh. oh. They've what? never. They've never heard of Mage. The ga- The only games they've done were D and D Fifth Edition, uh, Pathfinder, Mutants and Masterminds, which is the superhero RPG, and Monster right. Heart, and then. One of the oh, guys wow, is doing okay. the Star Wars RPG, but everything else they've never done. So Mage, Warhammer. The, okay, okay oh. so they've never have they never heard of Warhammer or they've never played Warhammer? They don't they don't know anything about the setting or how the okay. rule system works. Okay, because I don't play tabletop games very often, if at all, and I still know about Warhammer to Through some osmosis degree. being around me. No, not even. I knew about something some stuff about it since before I met you. That's actually pretty cool because um, for our next campaign, we're thinking about doing a Warhammer, and I I know nothing about Warhammer either. Just hey, hey Jacob, Jacob, hit me up, hit me up after the, hit me up after this. I will spend the next four hours. I can't actually do that because, as I said, your I'm leaving. Have I'm your leaving. <laughs> just hit him up on any day. He'll be he'll drop whatever he's doing just to talk about <laughs> Warhammer. Yeah. Just have your notebook <laughs> ready because you're gonna write a fucking tome of lore. <laughs> I mean, it's, but yeah, I, we're we're deciding on whether doing um like the uh, like a cyber cyber type of thing like futuristic cyberpunk. Sci-fi. Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, or a Warhammer. So where were you going to use the actual Warhammer system, or are you just going to use the setting? We were going to actually use the Warhammer system. Which one? I don't know. Because if it's if it's fantasy, fourth edition just came out. If you're not going to use 4th edition, don't use 3rd edition. It sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like... I uh, I don't know if you know much about D&D 3.5. Yes, I do. I've played quite a bit of 3.5. I heard that is super difficult. Uh, it's just more complex than 5th edition. It has a lot more content, so you can do a bunch more crazy stuff in it. But it's just more reading. Mm-hmm. I heard it was really stuff. difficult. The reason why 3rd edition of Warhammer Frenzy sucks is because uh it, have you seen the star wars fantasy flight games or no it, so the thing with the fantasy flight is that they make you buy special dice uh like you don't uh, roll you don't roll anything you n- any of the dice you use for like D, you can't use you have to buy your own dice yeah that's kind of dumb i think it's yeah. just i bet that's just like a system for the game yeah that's money. their system is that they have their own little icons for success failures critical success and critical failure interesting okay. and you have to buy those dice separately so fantasy flight took the warhammer fantasy ip for a third edition mm-hmm. and they made it that and no one really liked it yeah not a lot of people didn't like it so if you're I gonna do warhammer why. if you're gonna do warhammer fantasy do either second edition which if you are hit me up i have the i have all the pdfs <laughs> oh my god okay i can send you <laughs> humble bundle man humble bundle had a rpg book bundle okay nice nice so i can send you all of those or fourth edition. In any case, that was my week. All right. Uh, I wasn't here on the podcast last week because my tires decided to blow out after I had a great time hanging out with Stewie at his place. 
um i was driving down the road and there was something in it in like in the in my lane and i couldn't uh change lanes in time and i just I ran right over it yeah i remember yeah. you talking about that ran right the fuck over it had to replace two tires one of which had only recently been replaced earlier this year um three hundred dollars right out of my savings that wasn't fun um yeah, so I couldn't be on the podcast because I had to go and pick up the tires and then replace them. And by the time I was done with all that, the podcast had been like well into into starting. Uh, but the good news is that that same week um, I had gotten a job. I now work for an insurance agency. I'm some I'm a, a, I'm a woman's assistant at uh, for a sales department of, the, of that agency. It's a typical nine to five. I work at a desk. Um, I practically get paid to draw on on little note cards because there you is. You should see the things he posts constantly. In, in before your boss like just tunes in. What's this guy past here? <laughs> James. <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna be super secretive about what who I work for and stuff. Like it's not. I don't want to ruin this opportunity, but it uh it was super cool. Uh, it's super nice. Uh, my boss are pretty nice people. All the people I work with are fun. Um, the the work itself is pretty easy. Um, it's a lot of it's it's just paperwork and sometimes calling a customer to like get some information. Most notably, most often it's like, hey, your vehicle identification number didn't go through right. Can we just confirm this and make sure it's all good? Um, the work is is super easy, and that's the pro that's the problem, right? The work is really easy, and I get it done really fast. So most of the time I'm not doing anything, which is why you see me in the, in the discord just typing or just <laughs> posting pictures of dumb shit I've drawn poorly. Um, so it's it's fun. I make 10 bucks an hour, 37 and a half hours a week. I, I take me up with a job like that. No, <laughs> sorry, dog. I can't. This is over. This is over in a completely different county. You get 10 bucks an hour. Jeez. I wish I could freaking do that to just draw and work on the side. <laughs> yeah I'm so, yeah um but it's a it's a really nice job i'm really happy for it my uh my stepdad uh, i was going in for the interview um in a couple in like the day of and um my stepdad asked me like oh who who, who are you who's interviewing you and i was like oh this company is like oh this company at this place I was like yeah why i was like oh i know the owner there and so he <laughs> He calls him. Uh, he calls him up. He's like, "Hey, my son is is coming in for an interview," and then he talks me up a bit, because uh, they uh, they were really looking for somebody who knows how to work a computer very well. Because a lot of it, I'm working with an access database and like different yeah. th different websites and, and stuff. Um, oh, you're pretty skilled in that area, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I went to school for computer science, and I I know That's what how. That's Yeah, yeah, I, I know my way around a computer a little bit. Like not super heavy IT. Like I'm mostly a software guy. Um, yeah but uh yeah so they they were they were really impressed with my my um uh resume in that regards and so they picked me for the interview and then that's when my stepdad came to call him and say like, hey yeah no he, he's real good and they were like oh cool uh so i started working there last week and i just got um i just finished my second week here and I was told that after 30 days uh we were going to talk about potentially having me go through the uh, in, uh, agent agent course so I could actually become an insurance agent uh, for the company which would get me benefits and a raise that's, and some other stuff that's really good if you get if you get some good clients in there you mm -hmm. can make be making some serious money dude 
yeah it'll be nice um hopefully i i i'm i, I want to go through that path it'll be it'll be just better for me like having the benefits alone is nice because you know yeah. I'm 20... the dumpster arc is coming to a close that's what i'm hoping for but you know <laughs> it, you know it's it's you never know i might fuck it up but i hope not i think i'm gonna do no, good this I, time. I hope not too it really sucked to See in before Claude sabotages again. the whole thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go see your work and starts just telling everyone the stuff you do. Yeah, like, hey, it just fucking finds my, my, my boss online and just sends any link to the podcast. Oh, my God. Any link. Any title, really. Um, Dude, I was reading some of the titles. <laughs> the titles are the best, my favorite part of the podcast. And the best part is that they're all quotes. All of them are quotes. Um, Wait, they're all quotes. That's even yeah, better. Yeah, if you listen to any podcast, the 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 word the phrase will be in that in the podcast somewhere. I don't. It doesn't matter who says it. It'll be it'll be there. Do you Black... usually do your titles at the end? Uh, yeah. What I what I usually like to do is uh, one of the guys will be like, "Hey, I really liked this quote," and then I'll I'll look through them and I'll listen to them and I'll be like, "Yeah, okay, this quote, this quote, these are all good," and I'll and I'll pick whichever one I like the most. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, just I've been really enjoying this job. It's real nice. It's real cozy. Um, and then other than that, I just got Yakuza Kiwami, which is the remake of Yakuza One, which unfortunately does not include the English dub featuring um, what's his name? Who who plays Luke Skywalker? That's um, hmm, who is it? Oh fuck! I, how can I? How did I? How am I drawing? He also away? plays. He also plays the Joker. Yes, I know. I, I know, know the guy. Uh, well, anyway, that actor <laughs> he voice acts uh your the not the main antagonist but your rival character in Yakuza One in the English dub, and uh, there's a bunch of big name actors in, in the English version, and it's so fucking weird and off putting because it's clearly a game that takes place in Japan. Mark Hamill. Yeah. How Mark Hamill. Fucking, how could I? How did I forget Mark Hamill? Ha- <laughs> man, it, it happens. Yeah, Mark Hamill plays a Japanese man, and he sounds just like the Joker, which fits because the character is very Joker esque. Is it Majima? Pro- yeah, he plays Majima. He, I, I knew, I knew Mark Hamill played someone because my friend, my friend Ian is yeah. huge in the the, the Yakuza, Yakuza games. He's yeah, played every single one, and one he's one hundred percent at every single one, which is the scary part. I'm so glad you guys pronounce it right because what Yakuza. <laughs> Yes, Yaku- dude, that's what Yakuza. they say, and it hurts me. Yakuza. Uh, it hurts no, I'm me. I'm a member of the Yakuza. Uh, anyway, but yeah, the yeah. Uh, I'm, by the way, Yakuza Kiwama came out on PC along with Yakuza Zero. Please buy those games. Please, we need more fucking Yakuza ports. Please, for the love of God, let Yakuza be good on PC. <laughs> the ports are good, I promise. They're only $20. Please buy them. Please <laughs> I don't know if you're a reputable person to be claiming the quality no, of the No, please. Port. No, well, if you can't trust me, Pat, <laughs> Pat Boyvin from the Super Best Friends, he loves them too. Please buy them. Please buy them. They're so good. They need to be on PC. They need Do to be I have on to PC. remind you, I don't have any money. If they're twenty dollars, dude, you can you can suck dick for twenty dollars. It's okay. Dude. <laughs> I told do whatever you, you have to do. I told you I was saving up for God Eater Three. Get a better Japanese. No, here's the thing. Game. No, no, no. No, here's the thing. When you get up to twenty five, buy Final Fantasy Fifteen on PC because it's only twenty five dollars. No, no. I actually tried Final no. Fantasy Fifteen because my dad got it. And really? I really, your dad got it? No, really. Yeah. Well, 
yeah. is he super into like the Final Fantasy franchise? Yeah, he, he, he... he likes the Final Fantasy franchise. Oh, that's cool. So he got I was it. Li- I always like him when like there are older people who who enjoy the older video games. Well, yeah, remember, he so, was born so. in 2002. His dad was probably born in the 80s. Oh, my Fair dad enough. was born way before the... What, you a late baby? Oh, he's a late my, baby for sure. If his my, if his dad wasn't born in the eighties, yeah, my dad is like fifty three. Ooh, so he's born in the seventies, and he's into wow, Final my mom's Fantasy. Older than you fuck, dude. Yeah. His dad was twenty when he was playing Final Fantasy. Then, holy shit! Wow, yep. that's weird. <laughs> True <laughs> dedication, right there. That's, yeah, that's a weird know. boomer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he bought it and he got into it, and then I tried to play it. it wasn't really my thing, but. That's fine. Yeah, I, I dropped it too, to be honest. I, I, I got annoyed by some by the characters and like the <laughs> I've combat. come up with a new recipe. I've come yeah, up with I a new the recipe. Combat, I hate the quips. I hate the, the quips. Com- the combat was fine. I liked the like intuity of it, but I didn't it felt like even it felt like a even like an unnecessarily streamlined Kingdom Hearts game. Mm. And that it's like hold just hold the button and I hate that. I hate just holding the button. I wanna mm. feel like I'm doing something. Yeah, um, that's understandable. But yeah, uh, well, so yeah, buy the y- Yakuza games, everybody. They're so good. They're so fucking fun. <laughs> Yakuza Kiwami just came out. It's twenty dollars. Get it on PC. Everyone, on. buy Yakuza games because they're rad. They, fu- they're, dude, they're so rad. And he they're, says they're rad. What I know. Like, James, what's the style? James, I watch my friend play through the Yakuza style. Kiwami, that's rad. Is it, is it like a fighting type of? Okay, so it's a 3D game where the combat is is a brawler, right? And you have. Oh, uh, okay. No, hold on, hold on. And in, in Yakuza Kiwami, they introduce a new form, a new fighting style thing where you have four styles and they all level up in uh, differently and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the story of Yakuza is like a mix between Japanese like drama and wacky Japanese comedy. And going into the soft core porn lounge. Well, yeah, that's oh. the comedy. So the main story is this okay. really dramatic drama, right? You know, Kiryu was in jail for 20 years because he took the rap for his, his best friend um, killing a guy because, uh, who, because that guy molested their mutual friend. Right. So he takes the rap and he, he's, he's in prison for 20 years. He comes back, he comes back in like the early two thousands and he's like, wow, this is weird. What's a cell phone? Um, What's a cell phone? <laughs> he, 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 he goes, he gets imprisoned in the like early nineties and he comes back in 2001 or something. Um, no, he'd be coming back in like 20, 2010. Uh, yeah. 20 years. That's oh yeah. Nineties. <laughs> oh, well, so no, wait, no, he, he gets in, sorry. He gets in prison in the eighties. Then he gets in prison. In that the would 80s. make sense. Okay. Um, and you know, and he's like 40 now and doesn't have a job. He's like, shit. Um, so and like that's that's the first game right and then um the second game you have stuff like oh well hold on wait i don't actually know a whole lot about the second game but um like anyway so yeah the, the, that's the main story of of, of kawami where he's back he's at, back in japan after 20 years in prison and has no no idea what's happened in between right but his mutual friend has apparently disappeared again and he's like shit well i have to find her what what the fuck happened but then you go into the side stories where it's like, yeah, I'll buy this kid porn. Uh, he's like, he wor- he really wants this thing for the vending machine because he sees all the adults like ogling it all the time. And then you go over to the vending machine after already telling the kid you're going to buy it. And you're like, oh, this is these are porno mags. <laughs> That's porno mags in here. 
There's a uh, bunch of just fun stuff you can do on the side because uh, my friend Ian showed me as well. There's like a gaming parlor where there's a bunch of old Sega games that you can yep. play. Yep, bunch of old Sega games. And one of the later ones, you can literally play uh, Virtual Fighter, like Virtual oh, Fighter okay. Five. Um, and you can go to a convenience store and read manga. There's one of them. I think it's one number one has like a copy of Berserk in it, like the first mm-hmm. chapter of Berserk. Mm-hmm. Um. And just stuff like that. Like, it's like, it's like a Japanese life simulator. Um, so mixed like you're, with... you're actually part of the game. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you're a member of the Yakuza. Like that's a yeah, thing. That's what I'm saying. Like but you're Kiryu's actually like, part of the game. Yeah. But Kiryu is like the, 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 the romanticized aspect of the Yakuza where he has to face off against the, the dark side of the Yakuza. Essentially Yakuza, <laughs> uh, Kiryu canonically has not killed anybody, despite the fact that you are like picking up entire motorcycles and beating people to death with it. Oh my god! Oh yeah, the combat is super fun. And then it's the so way brutal. You get, the so way good. you the way you get different fighting styles is you literally just watch someone beat someone up in a weird way, and you just go, ah. "That's rad!" And then you like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I think in one of the Yakuza, I don't remember the Yakuza game, but in one, the way you get like the savage animal fighting style, where you're like you're fighting with your claws and shit, just you just see a really you see angry. angry. You see, no, you see an angry woman like attack a man who uh, tried to attack her, and like he sees her fighting with her claws and shit and scratching. He was like, "That's rad!" And then he yeah, got the exactly. animal claw fighting style. Exactly, and they adopt they adopt it all to, the, and that was in Yakuza Zero where they introduced those four fighting styles. Mm-hmm. Um, because before in Yakuza games, you just had the one style and you just learned to move, right? Because these were PS2 games. But then when they adapted, when they made Yakuza Zero for the PS4, they were like, "Okay, well, we have to make this." like kind of different so they made four they made a uh, four, four fighting styles right and then your last one is like your main fighting style from the first games the originals um and yakuza zero is like a prequel to everything else so of course in kawami he has all those fighting styles still there but then you're in prison for 20 years so you kind of forget all of your moves but you they still do have the sky they do the skyrim thing we're spending so much time in jail your skill level decreased exactly but but you still have the four moves you just have to redevelop all those skills but it, it really yeah the the way they made yakuza zero it really actually still fits very well in that everything. makes no sense how how would you lose it oh, uh, I mean, we, you don't practice you, can, you don't practice for 20 years right because you're in prison and you're trying to get like be well behaved because you're like, Jacob, your yakuza dad tells you please behave <laughs> uh, like jacob okay. jacob think about it this way you spend uh, a good portion of your life uh like drawing right you mm-hmm. think you become pretty good. Then you spend 20 years not being able to draw. Yeah, but you can still, like, air fight. Like, I don't... In prison? In yeah. Japanese prison? No. They don't, they don't tie you up, do they? No, but I mean... Not anymore. Yeah. That was something that changed uh, 60 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, just the... Nah, like in like in the context of the game, he was specifically told, "Hey, you you should you have to behave, behave. so you can get off." Okay. Because you know, okay. he 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 took the rap for a very high profile murder. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was a different it was a different member it was a high profile member of a different Yakuza family. And it's like shit. Well, that's fucked. Um. So not to cause any trouble because they could easily escalate it. Exactly. And like he was, he was also a well-known member of the family. So it's like people in prison are like trying to fuck with him anyway. So he's like, I, I can't, I gotta not. Yeah, that. yeah, you gotta be careful what you do. Okay, that makes sense then. Because yeah. like on a normal circumstances, like I feel like with a fighting style, you don't need an opponent 
uh, <clears throat> an opponent to like practice yeah you could very practice. easily just like practice practice on your own time but like yeah, but if he was trying, i don't so. think you'd be able to practice all your moves no you can't for practice over the savage years. style where you're trying to throw a motorcycle <laughs> you can't practice that in prison. Uh, yeah. all right but yeah the yakuza so. games are super good please get kawami we need i need yakuza 2 yakuza kawami 2 which is out in japan right now i feel like I need that on pc in a year I feel like you're doing like an argumentative like speech right now or a persuasive speech. <laughs> Trying to wrap it up. Yeah. But um but yeah, yeah, Jacob, uh, you you might like Yakuza. I I'd say like watch it, some gameplay footage and see if it's right for you. Mm-hmm. But definitely watch the footage of the of the side stories because side yeah. stories are, are how you kind of level up your character in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. And it's and that's like one of the main thing. Like Yakuza always gets compared to GTA Five, but it's nothing like GTA Five. GTA Five is a broad lake with zero with little depth. Yakuza mm-hmm. is a small pond with infinite depth. I have well, heard. In terms of that crazy. was uh, I must say that was an interesting week, Jake. Jacob. <laughs> oh, that was that was your week, that was, right? That was, that, that week, was a yeah. very interesting week. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I got really excited. Um, mm. Yakuza. Fucking. Um. So normally, we what would happen now at this point, Jacob, is we would have the waifu cast, and then we would have you know the the stuff we'd have on the docket. But because you know, one, not a whole lot of big stuff happened during the week. There was one big event that happened, uh, and that was Reggie Flame's body is finally ready for retirement. He's yeah, I, re- down. I saw that, and I I saw the yeah. message as well. Oh, like it's, that it's was so such good. that was such you know it was such a heartfelt message. It like, was, I was so like, heartfelt, oh my God. and it's so genuine. Yeah, absolutely. Like I only recently like learned about Reggie, and that was only due to like the past like that was when we re- we reacted to the GamesCon. Yeah, like, I think I two or that. three years two or three years ago, mm-hmm. and I saw Reggie for like Nintendo, and it was like, oh. The, Reggie, like people kept talking about him, so I actually looked him up. It's like, oh, that's really cool. And now he's retired. Yeah. I gotta long, say, he's he been in that not... position. He's, he's been, been on there since the Wii. He was there. He, the his quote, "My body is ready," wow. is from when he did the Wii Fit when he showed off the Wii Fit originally. Holy like, bejesus. remember the board? That's what he said right yeah. before he stepped on. That's crazy. Yeah, he's been here for a long. And I gotta time. say, he does. He's retiring at fifty-seven. He does not look fifty-seven. He doesn't. He he's looks fifty-seven. Yeah. yeah, dude, the Wii Fit worked. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, he is, so, so he's yeah, stepping he down. In, like, I believe he's stepping down in April. Is when it's officially. Yeah, happening. yeah. In April, he is stepping down, and then Bowser. Yeah, Doug not, Bowser. The, not the Mario character Bowser. Doug Bowser. But Doug, but Bowser, Doug Bowser. Up. And I, I love like, his I comment say, in the video. He's like, Yeah, who but better to like take Bowser. my place? Yeah, who better to take my place? Yeah. <laughs> With a name like Have Bowser. you ever had did you see when Doug Bowser commented? No, I didn't. There's a, so there's a portion where Doug comments and then in his office, like he has, you know, all the Nintendo stuff. He has a Mario and Luigi. Yeah, like, he has them tied all, up. And they're yeah. tied up. They're tied up. <laughs> <laughs> and like whenever he's been on press releases he has like a yellow like team bowser jacket that has like yeah. team bowser on his back oh my it's like god he, i he loves his job i can tell and he he's also really, been around for a while too he's also been a while for a long time but yeah but like all of our all of our hopes and good prayers and such go with you reggie you've been a really great guy i'm so sad to see you leave 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really I'm really happy. Reggie, if you're watching this podcast, <laughs> God, I'm gonna tweet this at this moment at Reggie, and I want him to respond. Please, Reggie. Dude. I don't. Um, I just not even for a meme, Reggie. You're great. You're you're so Reggie, fucking you are, awesome. You are the best person. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, um, he definitely, definitely is an awesome guy. I didn't know him too much myself, but. No, I, I don't think any of us myself. knew him. No, really but well. no, I mean Regardless. just like even even like I never really watched his you know conferences and things he did. I didn't I didn't see him, but when I even even just seeing that message, it was just I I felt you could feel it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've I've been watching like stuff with Reggie in it for a long time now. Like obviously the We Fit moment, the mm-hmm. the the puppet fights with Awada before he passed um really yeah reggie's just been a really key aspect of nintendo especially like nintendo of america obviously and there and all that advertising and branding involved with with that he's been really a a key component of like pushing that nintendo is 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 a family company they care about their audience they everything so it's a real it's it sucks to see him leave, but I'm really happy that he gets to leave on his terms at the top. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, best of luck to him in, in his future endeavors, whatever he chooses to do with his time now that he's not, uh, you know, with Nintendo. He did um, say a little bit about what he was going to do. He was going to yeah, be with family. his family. Yeah. Right. Friends and just. Relax. I mean, his life is he's loaded. He's he's loaded. His life is set. There, he doesn't need to do anything. He's gonna be living off that sweet, sweet Nintendo money, (laughs) practically with all the money that comes, all the all that ad revenue that's that's taken from the YouTubers. (laughs) Going love it. (laughs) Um, so there wasn't a whole lot of other stuff out that happened. I mean, there was the Darkest Dungeon two teaser that was that happened. That's not just nothing. That is see, I did, I did see that. I did see that, but I never looked into it. So there's not much that's been released. All that we know is that Darkest Dungeon two is coming out, but there's been a bunch of stuff that people have been liking about. So the main thing was, um, so as you know, Darkest Dungeon takes inspiration from the Cthulhu mythos and Lovecraft. It's not just Lovecraft, just because to give them full props would be a bit much. But they take a lot of inspiration for that. This one, many people are saying, "Welcome to the mountains of madness." Yeah, because snowy, cause it's snowy mountain. mountain range, and yeah, and you can yeah. see some Cthulhu ass shit in those mountains. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, to those of you brave, brave souls who actually dare to try and read the mountains of madness, I think you might be in for good uh, hint. For those of you who haven't read Mountains of Madness, don't bother because that is one wordy as hell fucking book. It's pretty rough, but yeah. Let me tell you what I. So by the way, real quick about Darkest Dungeon, the ancestor, the announcer for Darkest Dungeon, great, like the iconic voice. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Wayne Jude. If you ever wanted to listen to the War, um, Lovecraft books, Wayne Jude, the announcer and narrator for Darkest Dungeon, has a YouTube channel where he reads. He does uh audiobooks of the Lovecraft. So he just books. read the whole thing. Not no 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 not the mountains of madness no dear God no. oh okay <laughs> no it's I listen uh, I listened to him do the shadow over In's mouth which was great shadow over In's mouth is re- relatively short it's like maybe two and a half hours of him reading he did the Call of Cthulhu in like nine episodes each one was about like maybe thirty forty five minutes I looked up an audiobook of the mountains of madness that shit went on for seven and a half hours mm-hmm. of reading 
I don't think I can deal. Wow. I don't think I deal with that. Like I call my, I I think of myself as a book connoisseur, and I love to read. But even that, like yeah. I read all, I read yeah. all five Game of Thrones books. I read a whole bunch of shit. That seems like a bit much. <laughs> yeah, that's a little crazy. In any case, really looking forward to see what they do for Darkest Dungeon two. Yeah, I'm excited mm-hmm. too. Um, I w- I actually didn't get into Darkest Dungeon. My friend, however, was really big on it, so I did see a lot of gameplay and did hear a lot about it, but I never played it myself. I recommend getting it. Uh, do you have an iPad? Well, the reason I'm kind of hesitant on getting it is because I'm not really big on like, oh, like kind of like the dark stuff. Like I'm not really big on like horror. Like it's, it's not, not really, really horrific. Horror. It's not hor- like their art style makes it that way. Like it's it's like the it art looks... design is grim. The art design is grim, like but it's not dark. Mm, okay. <laughs> grim dark. Um, yeah. like, it's got like it's, a Dark Souls aesthetic at most, but it's not like... Yeah. It's like, not a not horror gonna, game. It's a, it's a gonna, turn-based there's like no RPG. Visceral, there's like no visceral sort of like horror to it. Yeah. The only horror is going to be your personal stress levels as like shit happens to you in the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And also don't believe all the haters who say it's an RNG-based game. It's not. Just get good. And besides, there's an easy mode for you too. So I mean, yes, there is. <laughs> there is actually an easy mode. So like, yeah, I know. Stress about yeah. a bit. But hey, um, if you want, like, take a look on Steam, take a look on Humble Bundle, see if it ever goes on sale. Um, if not, if you have an iPad, I believe they released it for iPad as well, so you can have it on the go. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, just 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 check and see it's a really really fun if you ever find yourself like if you have a laptop get on your laptop and on like those long drives or plane rides or train rides whatever just open up some darkest dungeon yeah, yeah, hopefully not while you're driving though please. hopefully not <laughs> while you're driving <laughs> speaking about that i actually uh i'm thinking about getting my license soon oh nice 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 yeah it's i haven't i still need my permit but it's uh it's a work in progress but I've, I'm planning to take the test soon, and I'm going to do well. So that's going to be fun. I wish you the best I, of luck. I already yeah. have my... I've had my car for, like, ever, and it's there. I just haven't put the time to actually doing it, and, yeah, I need to. Especially if I'm going into, you know, if I'm going to be going to, like, college more and everything. I'm going to need to mm-hmm. drive myself. And if I want a job, too. Yeah, having a job kind of requires a, a car unless you live yeah. next to the job. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want people driving me everywhere. I already have to do that enough. Um. Right. So, in addition, uh, what do we else have here? Oh, uh, this is an interesting one. A, well, I was actually – what what were you going to yeah. say? I was uh, I was reading it's interesting that how Fallout 76's launcher, it only uninstalls the DXC, not the 50 gigabytes. Oh my yeah, God. That's, that, that's a nice old reset the clock. They just released their roadmap for development and stuff, and I forgot Fallout 76 was a game that they can't just abandon. Um, uh, I, cause when I th- when I look at it and I hear all the news, it's like, man, this game is going to get abandoned so soon, and they're like, wait, it's Bethesda. They literally can't. They just can't do that yet. Why can't they? Well, I mean, I guess te- they, technically they can, but it's not one of those games where it's like low profile enough for you to be able to do that. Like they did that for Mass Effect Andromeda because the, the, the studio folded, but Bethesda isn't going to fold on Fallout 76 and they can't really just it's it's weird. They could technically do it, but Bethesda isn't really in a position to where they can and get away with it. They don't have the financial stability to it's not even that I'm sure they could 
do it. It's just I feel like it's one of those things where it's like the game is so big now and it's so much it's got so much bad press to it that like just abandoning it entirely uh, would, would it would even hurt their reputation even even worse yeah mm, yeah and, and, and it's their only game that they're they have to actively support other than the mmo until the new shit comes in in like two years so you know they have to have something um my thing was the, so you know jake you like you like gotcha games right did you hear about the uh square enix last idea game coming uh, out no well, Square Enix announced their gotcha mobile game called Last Idea. Um, okay, okay. It's a it's a treasure hunting game. Um, you, I don't really know a whole lot about it. I just saw the original trailer. It looks pretty. Uh, maybe what's you'll it? like it. What's it? Wait, wait, wait. So, like, what's it based on? It's an original, or it's like... an original IP. By it's original. By... Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's just called Last Idea. I might have Clear... to check it out. I'm not. I'm not like massively big on gotcha games i just have a couple that i that i enjoy uh-huh um but i'll definitely check it out okay i, mean, I, I want, my, I want the report by monday <laughs> uh, i need at least three pages with with sources <laughs> that's a lot i got i still got college homework to do chicago chicago for chicago format please <laughs> no um, can i do an mla no uh, chicago it's, it's gotta be chicago i'm sorry it's just the way we do things here in the, at the dad cast <laughs> that's horrible no uh, um yeah i mean there wasn't a whole lot of other big things there was the weird shit with PUBG mobile having an re2 crossover um there was the uh, the thing i'm excited for which is the skull girl second encore having a limited edition coming to switch which includes a vinyl uh a, a record for you with the with the ost on it uh this is another one for me was guilty gears having a 20th anniversary edition coming to the switch and also ps4 but the switch version is the thing that is the only version that has all the content ps4 is missing it one of the games um but yeah that was that was the big thing um so i guess uh we'll just move on straight to the big discuss uh, i had a weird news but it was basically just uh Ariana Grande and some polit some political uh guy on the news oh had a gosh. dinner date. I think it was Bill Hannity. I think Bill Hannity and I, and Ariana Grande went on a like a weird dinner date and and they had fun together. I couldn't tell you why, but you know, whatever. Um so our big yeah, discussion that, that's the that's that's kind of interesting because like i don't know either of those people so it's okay yeah, yeah. ariana grande was a nickelodeon star i um, yeah i mean i i recognize the name but i couldn't put a face to it or like anything they've done okay um yeah i probably shouldn't admit that but yeah no nah, it's fine it's fine big discuss is a uh, big discuss this week is a uh, favorite game of all time favorite game you know i like that i like that um, lewis what's your favorite game of all time i'll go first while while lewis struggles uh, my favorite game of all <laughs> time is Nier through my, scrolls through my 250 library Oof. on steam i've got you beat buddy i'm at 273 i have like 10 <laughs> damn look at this dude with no with look no uh, no, income, no income no <laughs> income 
<laughs> no, no income having ass. <laughs> imagine not Go having disposable. Imagine not having disposable income. Yeah, I'm not, this, imagine this not meme was made. Any... This meme was made by the job game. <laughs> Imagine not, imagine not having uh, three digits worth, uh, not reaching your three digits in Steam games. <sighs> this was made by the PC Master Race Gang. Um, my favorite game is Near Automata. Oh, uh, yeah. I actually I that. played that. Same here. I bought it at launch, and there was a specific moment uh, where I stopped the game, and then because I was on a specific screen that I didn't want to leave, and I like I waited until my roommate came back from work five hours later to show him and i was like look oh, at the screen and we marked the fuck God. out about it and we loved it it was so good you waited um, five hours to show him one scene yeah um but that's why they, steam has this thing called the f12 screenshot yeah just i was playing on ps it. i was playing on ps4 uh, ps4 has the option of screenshot wait yeah no they do. but i needed him to i needed him to see it like in person and like <laughs> to, to move forward couldn't take a picture of it with your phone send it to him hey look no, I need. I he needed to see it's it. It's James. Person. We're talking about. Yeah, he I, to no, Jake, have you beaten the game? No, I I actually stopped playing it because, as I told you, I really only stick to like three games. Of uh, all the games you had to stop, you stopped it near. Really? Yes. And I, you're you're see, actually terrible. I'm more upset than you right now because I spent like sixty dollars on it. You really should have just beaten that game because it's really uh, definitely a game worth beating. I mean, I'll go back to it one day, but the no, controls just feel so wonky. Like, how, just... dude? It's a character action game. How does it feel wonky? I don't know. It's just like the camera and the the. the you can the move the camera it. back. Yeah. Or for, for closer if, if you want. But you can stare at an amazing ass the entire game. How did you? How did that? Happen? <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, well, why well. well see, the in? problem is that two B looks like a grown woman, so Jacob wasn't into it. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, but that's my that, so you can get that's the child mod right there. Get the child mod. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> the Ew. lolly, the lolly mod to turn the two B into a lolly. Don't do this to me, please. Don't do this to me. Sorry, but the this thing's getting demonetized. Uh, <laughs> this podcast that isn't monetized. The the, um, the unmonetized podcast is getting demonetized. Soon enough, though, I'm working on something. We might it might be monetized soon enough. Are we gonna get well, as soon as it gets monetized, it's gonna get demonetized because <laughs> the lollies. Um, <laughs> all the lolly talk. Jacob, what's your favorite game of all time? My favorite game. Okay, so I want to say it's it, it's gonna be the game I put the most time into, which was For Honor. Really? really? Yeah. I put over 2,000 hours oh, into fuck. For Honor. Literally, I... Okay, it was insane. So, like, when it, I bought it when it first came out. I actually was part of the game when it was in closed beta. So, I was... Beta? I was playing the game for so long. Yeah. And then it came in, and I got super good at the game. I was even playing in, like, tournaments and all that. And then, I don't know, just, like, I, I think just a lot of, like, school stuff came up. And That's I usually just what kinda, happens. And I just kind of, like, stopped playing it. And then I tried to go back to it, and I didn't like what they did. I didn't like all the changes they had. Like, I, I even bought the DLC for the characters and the, the new mode they added, and I just didn't like the uh, the combat system that they changed. It, felt, it didn't feel as smooth as it did before. 
the the new balance changes i just didn't really like it um but it was the summer uh when pokemon go came out oh that but that's when i didn't while everybody else was doing that i was literally my day consisted of sleep for four hours get up play for for honor the entire day sleep get up play for honor that's how i put two thousand hours into it did that for the entire summer by the time i knew it summer was over dude but i'd have to say that was my favorite game i just i loved i loved the combat system i loved all the freaking i love how you could just read your opponent and then just like outplay them and it was so easy to grasp, but the, you you constantly learned better ways to you know counter opponents uh, and all that. But it was such a such a simple system to just get into. So I was also part of the closed beta for For Honor, and I like you like stopped playing it after mm-hmm. like a portion. So I stopped right at the end of season two. Um, uh, yeah. That that kind of was fairly on The reason why was because the fucking Centurion. Yeah, see, the whole thing with Centurion is like he was really strong in the beginning, but then he got nerfed into the ground. Yeah, so here's the thing: I wasn't around for the nerf. I was like, I just yeah. I just didn't like fighting this guy because it was almost mm-hmm. always I fought teams of two to three Centurions. Oh yeah, you will. Also, you, will. you you know how they say like this monster, this person, or the whenever you find an enemy that you have trouble dealing with, like they're making a direct attack onto your frame rate or frame rate or whatever. <laughs> like because you know it just happens. Yeah. Sometimes. yeah. My issue was he made all Centurions made a direct attack to my fucking eardrums. Yes. Oh, sorry. Because sorry, anytime, anytime he did like his punches or yes, like his things, dude. it was so much louder than everything else. It would actually I, disorientate me. I died laughing because I was playing that game when he first came out with my friends, and the Centurion punch actually blew out my friend's headphones and broke them. <laughs> I wow. died laughing because it literally, he was playing, and I just hear boom, like from his side, and I was like, Will? will and then his headphones were just done <laughs> literal direct assault on your audio drive <laughs> his headphones blew out dude it was i died laughing that day uh and then they fixed it but, and then they yeah. fixed it but at the point i left and then i came back uh-huh. like i came back during season four to five i was like i don't know how to fucking play this game <laughs> Yeah, and there's yeah, a bunch they of changed people. it so I don't much. Know yeah, shit. they changed it so much. Like it's so hard to get into now. Yeah, yeah. Just... This game, you have to constant. You have, we now have to put in a bunch of effort to catch up to get back into it. Yeah, it's just it was so difficult. Like when I picked it up again, it also I really have that bad thing with like if I stop playing something and then I come back and I'm not as good as I was when I stopped, I just get frustrated out of my mind. That's why <laughs> I actually, I stopped playing Osu for the longest time because I stopped playing for like a month or two, came back and I couldn't even play like three stars. Same songs. man, same. Like I came back to Furon, I was like, okay, this is good. I, I got frustrated because like, I know that it's going to be nothing but yes. losses for a long yes. period of time before getting, it's like, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm and just, that was, I will yeah. hold For Honor as a dear memory in my heart. Yep, and kindly yep. press the uninstall button. Yeah, that was that was my whole thing too. It's just like I I didn't I didn't have the time, and I didn't want to be frustrated for as long to you know get back into it. <sighs> Sorry, I was just drinking a little bit of something. Wow, really drinking on my podcast? 
God forbid we have calm, God, but you can't God be drinking forbid, right now. God forbid we God forbid we neglect one of our basic human principles to survive. Look, I make Skylar stop eating on the podcast and he's diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> he is actually diabetic, by the way. <laughs> I, didn't know I don't that. make I don't make him stop eating, but I do have him mute every time. This yeah, I didn't know the whole sausage on podcast. And I'm just here. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> no, and it's like Scott, you you make you make editing the podcast the worst experience. <laughs> Please mute. Oh. Oh. No, you amplify it, dude. <laughs> In any case, um, as for as for me, I suppose my most I if I'm gonna go based on like what game I've played the most. Funny enough, looking at my Steam library, there's one game that surpassed my most recent Heroes one Hearts of now. Iron. No, 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 not Hearts uh, of Iron. Not- uh, 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 Crusader Kings. I've not even played Crusader Kings that long. Uh, fucking um, uh, Civilization. Uh, no. Payday Two. No. Um, uh, Warcraft. Uh, no. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Um, no. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, you're, getting farther, you're, getting far, you're getting farther away from games I like and play. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Fuck. Um, I, I don't think you're gonna be able to get it. Is it Nekapara Volume Zero? it's funny because i was gonna mention that when you're talking about yakuza zero you actually listed my number eight highest game on my list oh Uh, volume zero is your number eight no hearts of iron four no hearts of iron four is that one i have at 97 hours but the game i had most i I had the most hours in total war warhammer at 220 hours but monster hunter world topped that recently to 229 Nice. So, gonna, so I think we're gonna have to give it to Monster Hunter World and just the Monster Hunter franchise in general because it's so mm. good. I'm still upset that we're not getting the same love as our consoles. No. Get fu- wait, we're not. Oh, no. that's right because the PC version's behind, isn't it? It's behind by a few months. Ooh, that's we're weird. not getting we're not getting Iceborne until the beginning of the next year, whereas console Ooh. is gonna get it in the fall. Ooh. The console has fucking. Gerald and the Witcher yeah, that's stuff. Right. We're not we're not getting that for several months. Mm, that's rough. Yeah, it is. <sighs> well, you know what they say, PC masters. That's it's so weird, right? Like PC master race is real in that like you can mod things and like you, just, you typically have better like you have more advantages than disadvantages. But when you have a disadvantage on a on, between versions, it's, it's always it's always yeah. the roughest. It's sucks. yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm I have my big titty uh, handler mod, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, uh, uh, sauce. Uh, I'll I'll DM I'll DM it to you. Thanks. Oh, Funny gosh. enough, my friend Dallas, like he got it, he got Monster Hunter World as well. Literally, the first picture I sent to him was the fucking big titty handler. Like, that's, the first, that's the first fucking message I ever sent to this guy, is, uh, the handler. And then the second message Jeez. I sent him was a wife beating uh, me. Oh, monster. my God. Wait, what? Okay. Okay. So here's a running joke. Lewis right? is Puerto there's Rican. A monster, there's a monster in the game. There's a monster oh, okay. in the game called the Curve Taroth, right? She's an event monster. And you have this whole giant. She's covered in gold. Imagine like a salamander, a big lizard, with mm-hmm. covered in gold with giant ram horns, and that's her. And your objective is, is to break her horns off. 
but along the way, like you break all the gold off her body because you get progress points to up to level up the siege level. And the mm-hmm. higher your siege level, the the easier it is to break stuff. The more time you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, when we it, also it's confirmed she's a female. It's always referred to as her. It's never ubiquitous. It is a she. So the very first time we did it, I was getting so pissed off. I uh, started bringing up 1950s and 1950s and 40s fucking uh, the wife beater lines. And oh boy, did it go badly. Like I was saying some horrible shit. Like, you know the meme about how men in the 40s and 50s treated their wives? Yeah. What what meme? You mean reality? <laughs> well, you know, like how people talked about how men talked to their wives and sh- and treated their wives in the forties and fifties. I was living that out uh, during this fucking siege because it was so frustrating, and that became sort of my own personal meme. And uh, inter- and then you uh, sent it to him. <laughs> um, so yes, and then I sent him because some because it's a picture of the Kuvar Tarath and just a man. With his belt out in his hand. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's it. And I just had to send that because that's now become what I'm known for when it involves the Kuvataroff. <laughs> that little side story. Um, yeah. So Monster Hunter World, probably my favorite game. Come out. I really, really like the series. It's it's fun. It's one of those games where like I want to get more into it, but I just I have to be in a mood or something. There you go, James. Oh, thanks, Lewis. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe now I'll have the motivation to play the game. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's geez. all James wants. That's a that's yeah, that's a busty handler. There you go. Wow, <laughs> that is a, wow those are wide hips. Really wide. There you go, Jacob. You too. Everyone get in on this. Post this everybody, post this, everybody put, this, gets put, it. put this picture up on the dash cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th- this that's the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but but yeah. Um, I mean, you weren't lying. It's definitely not. Sure. <laughs> All right, so that's my favorite game. All right, well, next? awesome. I I think I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, it's about five forty nine right now, so Jake has to get ready for his D and D game stuff anyway. Yeah, I gotta head. So, okay. appreciate so real, that. Hey, no problem. So real quick, let me just get through uh, my shilling real quick. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This has been James Lewis and Jacob here. This is the weekly dad cast. Uh, we upload every Monday morning uh, at weeklydadcast.podbean.com. There will be some news coming very soon on something on, on the platform cha- uh, updating, uh, but I will reveal that later at a different time. Um, if you like our stuff, please check out the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash weekly dadcast. If you'd like to send in your fan questions, as always, weeklydadcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter, twitter.com slash weekly dadcast. Um, we have a Patreon if you'd like to support us. Uh, every small amount helps. We only take donations of a dollar, though. Um, uh, so, you know, $1 on patreon.com slash dadcast. All of the money goes towards getting better equipment and hosting the podcast on the platform that we use, which is currently weeklydadcast.podbean.com. We also have a YouTube channel but uh, where you can find archives of uh, the different stuff that we've had. Um, there's some YouTube exclusive stuff there, like um, the uh, stream archive of everybody watching the E3s. The past, like, two years we've done it. Um and yeah so this is this is uh that's that's uh that's the shilling essentially all all said and done (laughs) 
Um, so thank you again for watching the weekly dad cast. I've been your host, James. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you, Jacob, both for coming this week. You guys were excellent guests. Very much appreciate it. I'm always yeah, I, an excellent I had a, guest. <laughs> I had a lot of fun too. You know, this awesome. is a new experience for me. So, well, we'll hope to have you on again sometime. And in case you ever want, just you know, hit me up. We'll we'll talk about it. Sure thing. Uh, all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Have a wonderful evening. Good night. Hey, it's up to us to take out Umbrella. Hey.